0: hi everyone i'm very happy mm-hmm. i'm very very happy i think the holy spirit so much like um, so i think the holy spirit so much for giving me this word today and for the deep revelation because it's been a while since i got a deep revelation and i love deep revelation it makes me very happy so God, the Holy Spirit told me to go to where David was anointed as a king by Samuel. You can imagine David was anointed as a king, but yet his brother looked down upon him. Saying to Joseph, Joseph had a dream and he told his brothers, but yet they looked down upon him. David had seven more brothers, so in total, there were eight brothers. And we are told that David is anointed as king that's first Samuel, verse 16. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you go on grieving over Saul? I have rejected him as king of Israel. Remember, Saul is still in power, Saul is still the king physically. But in the spiritual realm, he has already been demoted as the king. So anointing will announce you. Anointing will... When God anoints someone... Okay, let's just go and continue. But now get some olive oil and go to Bethlehem to a man named Jesse. Because I have chosen one of his sons to be king. How can I do that? Some will ask... If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. The Lord answered, Take a calf with you and say that you are there to offer a sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will tell you what to do. You will anoint as king the man I tell you to. Samuel did what the Lord told him to do and went to Bethlehem, where the city leaders came trembling to meet him. And ask, is this a peaceful visit seer? So Saul was a seer because Saul used to see the future. God will allow God will allow Saul, God will open the eyes of Saul to see. But the whole the spirit of the Lord, now that is the Holy Spirit, was upon Samuel. And in those times, the spirit of the Lord was Yes, when we are baptized, we have the Holy Spirit. But when someone is anointed, there's a level of which you are baptized with the Holy Spirit. That like the anointing is is like the spirit of the Lord. It's like when you're anointed, it's like you're given the mandate, the authority. The anointing is like in the physical, even in the spiritual realm, it manifests as oil flowing all over your body. And you know how oil, you know how, how oil, okay, let's continue. So city leaders came trembling to meet him. You can imagine city leaders used to meet Saul. This time they even tremble, they used to tremble when they meet Saul. You can imagine how Saul was important that if he used to meet like the governor of Bethlehem or even the ambassador, diplomat, those leaders, for example, when Saul, when Samuel will meet them, they will tremble. Why? It is because the spirit of the Lord was upon Saul. The, the, the fear of God, the, the God in Saul, the spirit of God in Saul, the anointing, like the power that Saul had was to the point that even leaders would tremble before him. You can imagine what about the rest of the people in Swahili, they say the common mana nchi, how they will be like. To the point that even they asked him, "Is this a peaceful visit?" Because the Word of God says, "In Luke, but a sword. Do not think that I have come for peace, but a sword. For." Daughters-in-law to turn against mothers-in-law. And what does that mean, really? It means that daughters-in-law, you can have a daughter-in-law, or a father-in-law and a father, or a son and a daughter, or, a, or two friends, for example. One of them loves Christ so much, but the other one is into the things of, magic for example tarot reading witchcraft so the, the the Christ Jesus Christ will give his sword to 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 the to the person who is going he's going to anoint his anointing he gives his sword to his anointing and his sword carries the cross his sword carries a cross which has a light and he can give as many swords so the sword that Christ has given to the friend will definitely make the other person who's doing witchcraft to turn against him because now that sword will go and destroy altars for the other friend. Will go and kill every demonic animals for example in the marine kingdom when you go to them when, when god opened your eyes to see the marine kingdom is like they have different kinds of animals is like the way you see almost in a cartoon I'm, I'm not even joking the way god opened my eyes it looks like they have like the mermaids uh like witches who are half fishes on top they look like Human beings, and they have demons which took we we which, which they, they they took animals from because a, a lion cannot survive in the waters no, a leopard cannot survive in the water no. So a demon went and took over the body of that lion or leopard, and now that animal can manifest itself. Can, got, you, got, you can see that animal physically or in the spiritual realm, so those type of animals they're in the marine kingdom and that's how their altar looks like and it has now they have like mirrors where they used to they summon people's name. This is a whole broad topic, but so the sword of Christ will definitely when the, the person is praying that the sword of Christ is the word of God. And also it is a real sword as well. It goes and destroys those altars in the marine spirits together with their snakes and scorpions. Because in the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 19, we are told, For we have been given power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Meaning there are also scorpions in the marine kingdom. They use serpents in the marine kingdom. That is the snake spirit. The the, the demon takes over the real snake, and then it goes in the marine spirit. So that is the altars that they use. the, 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 The sword of Christ will go and destroy that altar, and immediately... The other friend will be like, Why is this person? If God, for example, has not opened the eyes of the other friend, it would be like, Why is this person starting to make this behave like this? Why is it that I'm, when I say I'm going to church, the person is like, gets upset, or nowadays the person is rude to me, or mistreating me badly, is because that is the sword of Christ. So the reason why these leaders came trembling smith because Samuel was a warrior Samuel was an intercessor Samuel used to wedge in war in the spiritual realm he had the sword of Christ and saw so the sword of Christ is not did not come for peace but a sword so that's why they tremble because the anointing somehow got to the point where now that is the level in the spiritual realm where now when you get to that point where now your flesh, your spirit, your soul overrides your body. And when your soul overrides the bo- your body, automatically your presence, the anointing will just be realized everywhere you go people will tremble it doesn't matter who it is because now your soul has override your flesh and now that's when Jesus wants us to be where our soul has overridden our flesh and one of the ways we are supposed to do that is through fasting and praying when you fast and pray that means you, you, when you fast and pray, that's how you're able... Why is it that you're able to, to start to see angels? Why is it that you communicate better with the Holy Spirit when you pray? Why is it that God God is like... It is because now the demon that is, was in your flesh... What was eating your flesh? What was causing your flesh... What was causing you your, your, to hinder your spirit, the flesh... To hinder your spirit from, from accessing in the spirit... It dies, it dies, and then your spirit now overrides your flesh. Now you can hear in the spirit, even not when you're not sleeping. Now you can see angels when you're just, you know, talking, and then you can see angels. Now you can access the heaven. Now, now you can just go to heaven like this when you're just standing, and you go to heaven. That is the dimension of where Christ, how Christ wants us to reach. Where now Jesus was able to walk on water, how was he able to do that? It is through fasting and praying. You know, so his soul overrode his body. You know, so he is God. He is God, but took the 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 uh, the body of man. But he is God. But he God really obeys rules. It doesn't matter if it's the rule of a country or a city, or the rule of your body, whatever he wrote, he obeys that. Even if he goes, he's God, he can do anything, yes, but he also obeys the rules. So, yes, he answered, I have come to offer a sacrifice to the Lord. Purify yourselves and come with me. He also told Jesse and his sons to purify themselves, and he invited them to the sacrifices, to the sacrifice, sorry. So later on now, when they arrive, now no, no, later on we say, chapter number seven, but the Lord said to him, pay no attention to how tall and handsome he is. I have rejected him because I do not judge as man judges. Man looks at the outward appearance, but I look at the heart. So David was short and his brothers were tall. So God was telling Samuel, do not judge because David, Someone was judging, mm, this one looks tall, so and he's the first one, so probably he's the one that God wants to anoint, but he came to find out later on that God actually wanted to anoint a boy, not even a man, a boy who was not even among not there he was. Harding the sheep at that time. So when God finds you, it's not that you're, God will find you when you're not doing anything or when you're lazy, unless that your body cannot go to work or you can't do anything. God has to anoint and find you that you're doing something because this the, 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 these boys, they were not doing anything. It was always David who was going to hide the sheep. And he used to fight with lions. He used to tear their... Tear the um the, the when a lamb when a lion or a bear attacks a sheep he used to tear the, the the mouth of the lion so he was a warrior he used to go to war he had the heart of a lion that is the heart of God because God is the lion of Judah so already how God created him God created him with according to his purpose and his will so the uh, when the anointing came, now the anointing came when now he can be able to access the heavens. And now you can see later on he was able to access the heaven to the point that he used to see even the armies of God. After he was anointed, he used to see the armies of God. Now he used, this is now, now training. Remember, Samuel has been anointed. Saul is not yet the king in the spiritual realm. To God, Saul is not the king. But to the eyes of man, Saul is the king. But to David, he is the king. But to the eyes of the David brother, they didn't even recognize him as the king. You can see later on where now the brother of David is looking down upon David now. Because where he was sent by his dad, now we'll continue and talk about that. So later on, he says, Jesse answered this till the youngest, verse 11, but he is out there, out taking care of the sheep. Tell him to come here, Samuel says. We won't offer the sacrifice until he comes. So Jesse sent for him, he was a handsome, healthy young man. And his eyes sparkled. Sorry, it was, he was young. Not short. Maybe he was short. I don't know. But he says he was young. So sorry about that. And his eyes sparkled. His eyes sparkled. That is a detailed thing. Because eyes are the windows to your soul. So that means he's, he, he, he was a star. His star was so big that to the point that his eyes sparkled. So when you say your eyes are the windows to your soul, and your soul has your star." How your star gets inside your soul, I don't know, but your star, your, your soul glows. People's soul and spirit glows with different colors. They radiate with blue, pink. Different colors from heaven that we don't even know of. So his eyes sparkle. That means his eyes sparkle with the star that he was chosen by the most high. That is Jesus Christ. The Lord said to Samuel, this is the one. Anoint him. Samuel took the olive oil and anointed David in front of his brothers. Immediately the spirit of the Lord took control of him and was with him from that day on, then Samuel returned to Rama. Remember, these brothers they, is like they, I don't know if they were eyes or closed because Samuel was really known to be a prophet, and they still did not recognize David as anything. But they didn't even see how the Spirit of the Lord took control of David. But it was David who knew what was going inside of him. David is the one who knew. David is the one who was going through this process. And sometimes it was maybe difficult for him to explain. Or sometimes the Holy Spirit can tell you not to tell anyone. Or when you tell somebody, maybe somebody can look down upon you and think things. But me, I don't really care about that. And so I think so is David. David does not care about what other people think. So David in Saul's court, the Lord's spirit left Saul, an evil spirit sent by the Lord. Just exactly as he was anointed, the Lord's spirit left Saul. And an evil spirit sent by the Lord tormented him. Evil spirit not sent by Satan. Evil spirit sent by the Lord tormented him. His servants said to him, we know that an evil spirit sent by God is tormenting you. So even to the point that even the servants (laughs) knew this one, definitely it's God who sent this evil spirit. So give us the order, sir, and we look for a man who knows how to play the harp. Then when the evil spirit comes on you, the man can play his harp and you will be all right again. So order them. Find me a man who plays well and bring him to me. One of his attendants says, Jesse of the town of Bethlehem. He has a son who is a good musician. He is also a brave and handsome man, a good soldier and an able speaker. The Lord is with him. So later on, later on, later on. Saul sent messengers. So Jesse sent David to Saul with a young goat, a donkey loaded with bread, and a leather bag full of wine. David came, but don't use wine. We are not allowed to use wine. David came to Saul and entered his service. Saul liked him very much and chose him as the man. To carry his weapons. So Saul liked David so much, and he actually told, um, he actually chose David. He didn't even know that he's not even the king already. He can't even know. He was blind. Like, you can't even know how before you didn't have, have, if you would have repented, you would have known that. He's not yet king in the eyes of God. It is David who's the king. Even if he was not physically the king already, but he was already the king. He And in the spiritual realm, a king you're given. you When you're anointed as the king in the spiritual realm, you, you are, have the authority, the mandate to operate as the king in the spiritual realm. Now you're the commander of the chief army. Well, no, it is not Saul who killed Goliath. It was David who killed Goliath. If Saul was still the king and doing the work, work of God and obeying Christ, he would definitely have been given the authority to kill David, to kill sorry, Goliath. So he has no idea that this man is the one who's going to overtake him. He came to realize later on, then he started becoming jealous. His eyes were open. He was like, what is happening? So actually God, God can un- remove a president. In the eyes of God, this person is not a president, but in the eyes of God as well, someone who's in the outskirts of Kenya, maybe even in Marsabit or Kisumu, someone in the outskirts of Canada has been anointed to be the prime minister, has been anointed to be the president, has been anointed to be the ambassador, to be the diplomat. But in the eyes of God, this person is not there, has been demoted already. So this other person who has already been anointed is already doing his job like David was already doing his job as the king in the spiritual realm. Ah. So you can imagine he was already given weapons. So that is a transfer of authority. That's why we're told this is not our lives. We are slaves of God. And me, I always say I'm a very happy slave of the Holy Spirit. We are slaves. This is not our life. It is God who rules our lives. Even Saul was not knowing what was happening. So he told David to carry his weapons. Then Saul sent a message to Jesse. I like David. Let him stay here in my service. From then on, whenever the evil spirit sent by God came on to Saul, Saul, David would get his harp and play it. The evil spirit would leave. See, David was even higher than Saul. To be able to cast out a demon from someone, it means that you have authority over Jesus. The Jesus in David had authority over Saul already. But he didn't see, Saul couldn't see. And Saul will feel better and be all right again. So Goliath challenges the Israelites. The Philistines gathered for battle in Sokor, a town in Judah. They camped at a place called Ephes Damim between Soko and Azekah. Saul and the Israelites assembled and camped in the valley of Elah, where they got ready to fight the Philistines. The Philistines lined up on one hill, and the Israelites... Give me food. My mommy. Okay. We'll continue shortly.